Welcome back, everybody, to episode 13 of Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast. Uh, as always, brought to you by ageofthenerd.com. I'm your Ellie nerd, Joel Reeves, and I sound a little sick. Uh, bear with me for this podcast. My allergies are going crazy. I swear to God, I sound normal next week. Or I will sound normal next week. Taylor Salen's here, as always. hey And our good friend Day is here. I don't know what to say. Taylor stole my opening line. Just say it again. hey There it is. <laughs> uh, Day's a good friend of mine. We've known each other for... A long time. Six or seven years now? Something like that. Damn. So it's, yeah, yeah. Since 2010, so that's easy to count. That's <laughs> <Five> crazy. <laughs> that's a long time. Yeah. I heard you got locked out of your apartment or your room last night. Yes, it would make more sense if I got locked out of my apartment last night. But no, I got locked out of my bedroom. I didn't even know my bedroom had a lock. Well, now you can keep people out of there while you're doing the nasty. Yeah, that's true. Except you can unlock it from the outside, as I've found. But someone had to be really determined. <laughs> so who came? Who that came just to got really you? creepy. Um, my other uh, real good friend, Daniel Fritz, came uh, to my rescue. Daniel Spaniel Fritz. Daniel Spaniel Fritz. Shout out to my hero of the what year. Up, Dan? <laughs> really. <laughs> How have you been? I've been good. Busy. Busy doing a lot of stuff. You know. You were at the Emmys. I was at the Creative Arts Emmys. Yes, indeed I was. Oh, don't diminish them like <laughs> well, that. Well, I mean, I don't want it to get it confused. There are two. There are two. There are two. What's the difference? Well, I'm at the one that they uh, kind of flash when they come back from commercial breaks during the real Emmys. <laughs> oh, brutal. <laughs> Where they're like, oh, at the Creative Arts Emmys, uh, so-and-so won for lighting design. You know, it's like all the things they don't think. That now here's George Clooney. <laughs> yeah, it's all the things they don't think the, the public actually cares about. But, I mean, it was still really cool. Um, and yet sound design is a part of the real. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know. But uh, it was uh, pretty awesome. There were some there were some cool people there. Allison, what did your show win? Oh, um, my show won, oh God, you know what? It's a really long title. <laughs> we, ba- we basically won for like original interactive program, es- essentially. It's a web series and it won, won an award for being like across a bunch of different platforms and having the public be able to interact. For making the fans them. squeal. Yeah, yeah, basically. I hope that this is right. Otherwise, I'm just <laughs> sound like such an asshole. <laughs> no, I think that's what dad said, too. Yeah, so. that's what dad said. Cool. Dad being Brent Bailey. Oh, not, yeah, Brent not, Bailey. Not, not Brent Bailey, dad. who's currently in New Orleans working yeah, on a film with a bunch of... Shooting a Rob Reiner movie. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So proud that's of our incredible. dad. <laughs> He's doing good things. He's doing great things. So the show got an Emmy. Like, so who, like, the producers get yeah, them? Yeah, yeah, the five five producers got Emmys. And afterwards, we got to go to kind of, I guess, like, the governor's ball, like, get dinner and sit at a table and music's playing. And uh, our showrunner, creator, Bernie Sue, put all the Emmys around the table. That's so funny. people would walk by and they'd be like, oh, hey, nice haul. Like, and people would talk to <laughs> us. Oh, and I totally walked by Seth Green on my way to the bathroom. That was a moment. That oh, a man, moment. he interview bombed me at New York Comic Con. What? How? Yeah, what? Yeah. Okay. Explain? So we, I've kind of got this thing going with Seth now, and he doesn't know it yet. Oh, I know it, though. One it's day. Unknown rivalry, one, so to speak. No, it's not a rivalry at all. One day when I get to like that caliber, or at least in a caliber where I will be able to speak to him, I'll, I'm going to show him you all your of Your photo these. collection of yeah. photo bombings. So <laughs> at San Diego Comic-Con, he was walking up the ramp from a boat, and we were behind a fence on the other side, and I took a picture, or you you took a picture yeah. right as he was crossing between Pat and I, and we did like one of these, like, hey, look at our friend Seth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I was interviewing... 
at a round table for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles TV show on Nickelodeon. <clears throat> and uh, he just burst into the room and like started hugging all the cast. And so while he was doing that, I just turned around and took <laughs> like, a picture of me with him in the background. Of course. So uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to continue to do this uh, until, so until I meet him and then just show him all of the pictures I've taken. That you've been taken. friends for years. He yeah, just didn't yeah, know yeah. it. He, he just didn't know yet. Speaking of New York Comic Con, we don't have that podcast up yet. Uh, I know Sean's probably going to listen to this before he even fucking sends me the files. Uh, so Sean, Ooh, please please send me that file so we can out. <laughs> so we can upload that <laughs> podcast, my friend. No, but New York Comic Con was great. Uh, you'll hear all about it whenever that podcast goes up. <laughs> so the Emmys were cool. So the Emmys were cool. <laughs> oh 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 yes. They so you saw him at the bathroom. Why 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 were you at the men's bathroom? No, I was walking to the. I had to uh-huh. like walk around the whole room to uh-huh. get to the bathroom, and Likely he was excuse. like. Yeah, I was I was in the men's bathroom scoping out the scene. Uh. <laughs> no, no. Um, he just was standing around talking to people, and I was like, oh, look at that short guy. It's Seth Green. Look at that short guy. <laughs> look at that little werewolf. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, and then at the end of the night, I was walking out behind uh, Mae Whitman, so that was also another moment. Oh, nice. he, she, uh, she touched Dad because they were like about to oh. run into each other, and she put her hand out to stop him from running into her, and I was behind And then Joanna them. tackled her. Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> I was behind her and then started freaking out like, oh, my God, oh, my God, Mae Whitman just touched Brent. She touched Brent. That's so oh, funny. my God. <laughs> uh, I got to interview the, the video game high school people. Oh, yeah, Jimmy and, and all Comic-Con. them. Yeah, they're doing a... Like they're they're like rocket jump. They're getting a yeah. show on Hulu. Yeah, shout out to Jimmy, crazy. Freddie Wong. I didn't Whoa. get to talk to Freddie Wong. I talked to um, Ashley. Oh, whatever the fuck her name I, is. I don't know her last name, but the the what you playing, Ash? The main girl. No, no, no. No, oh sorry. Well, uh, I don't know her last name. She's okay. she's she's not gonna hear this. Um, <laughs> no, I talked to a couple producers from the show. Oh, okay. Freddie Wong was off doing something else. Yeah, he's. Got important things to do. He does. He's a cool busy guy. Busy man, busy man. So you're doing a uh, thespian <laughs> thing right now, yeah, I'm, right? Yeah, I'm you know, reaching down into my thespian roots. <laughs> Somehow you're related to Shakespeare, right? Somehow. Taylor, we're not uh, noobs to the thespian on this podcast. We are good friends of... Uh, Loft Ensemble here, aren't yes, we? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We had Lauren on when oh. she was doing relationships. Relationships suck. Oh, yeah. That was a really funny show. I saw that. She was great. Uh, she was terrifying. And then I, I had to tell her afterwards. I was like, so uh, your like bitch lady wig was my hair, basically. <laughs> <laughs> she had this like blonde wig that was like cut like oh, my so hair. Oh, so it's just what and your hair like, looks like all the time? Yeah, yeah. But she was wearing a wig, and I was like, "You're wearing my hair. It's weird." Um, but I was—I <laughs> went awkward. to the show with a friend, and he told me afterwards. He was like, "I know that she's your friend, and she's like probably really nice." But I was scared to meet her after seeing that. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. <laughs> no, no, no. She loved it because it meant that she did her job. She was, she was scary. She was a scary lady. <laughs> was she supposed to be scary? Yeah, yeah. She was a raging biatch in that show. She, yeah, she wasn't like that in a real relationship. That's good. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> what is your play about? So my play right now is called Hammer of the Witches. 
Witten. Hymn of the Witches, Witten and directed, because <laughs> I can't Witten speak. Witten and directed by. <laughs> written and directed by Brie um, Pavi. Oh, Brie. I love Brie. Yeah. Um, she's so talented. She's super talented. And it's a Halloween show. It's creepy. It's got witches. It's got some possession and some, you know, violence. Vampires? Violence, blood. No vampires. Damn. Zombies. Yes, even better. Yeah, uh, it's playing at Loft Ensemble Saturdays and Sundays at 8 and 7, uh, all the way through November 1st. So, What character do you play? Well, I share a role, so... Boo. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. I share a role, and uh, when I, I go back up at the end of the month, and I play Catherine, and she is the high priestess of the coven. Oh, you're and playing a high priestess? High priestess. Wow, you must be really Witches old. Witches be tripping, you know? <laughs> <laughs> How old is your character supposed to be? I don't know. I'm going, I'm going with like 29. It doesn't have to be... 29? It doesn't have to be age. Oh, I, oh, it's I thought just, like 2900. Nah, no, we're not vampires. You're going to get confused again. <laughs> Do witches not live forever? No, I don't think so. Oh, uh, a, high priestess, a high priestess actually just means she's the one that, that knows the most. She has the most knowledge in the coven. So. The biggest nerd. Yeah, the biggest nerd. It makes sense. Yeah. So that's that's that. And I'm also in uh, rehearsals for our Christmas show. Um, the Loft yeah, Christmas show? Yeah. It's called Christmas is Dead. <laughs> oh, I'm into that. Yeah. Yeah. What's and, that uh, one about? Uh, it's you know, just, just uh, dysfunctional. I can't speak. Oh, my gosh. Dysfunctional family Witten during Christmas. Witten and directed by. <laughs> I, and I'm sorry if I pronounced her last name wrong. I don't. No, I can't I word. Um, I think you got it right. Thank you. But yeah, so Christmas is dead. It's a family during Christmas time. And, you know, you watch the family implode as, you know, we all do at Christmas. <laughs> Fucking family during the holidays, man. But yeah, so if you ever want to see me, if you ever wanted to see me as a 15-year-old goth girl that hates her family and everyone around her, then that's... Isn't that just you yeah, in I'm, general? Yeah. I mean, I'm not 15. Or in, or, uh, or in grief. <laughs> in grief, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm channeling grief. my grief character. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's fun. I'm having a lot of fun with the role. Uh, you know, channeling that teen angst. Mm-hmm. It, she's 15. I'm 25, so I'm traveling back 10 years. Same angst, oh. different age. Same angst, different age. It's that a different a angst, movie. honestly. Is the teen it? angst, yeah. It's like a mindless parasite that eats at you that tells you that everything's awful and you should it's a lot of it's a lot of green day (laughs) it's a lot uh, of green day it's a lot of green day by chemical romance a lot of hot topic (laughs) it's it's a lot of live journaling now it's just just a lot of alcohol and uh buffy the vampire slayer (laughs) (laughs) you know it's just drinking while watching your favorite movie that makes you laugh to try and pretend like you have your life together (laughs) it is totally a different angst man i i I got it wrong angst at 25 is like how do i adult why am i doing everything wrong why did i spend fifteen hundred dollars in new york when i have rent to pay (laughs) yeah that's that's what i'm going through right now <laughs> so tickets for this uh, Loft Ensemble, I'm assuming? Yes, yes. Dot .org? Dot .org, yes. Loft Ensemble. Oh, my gosh. Loftensemble.org. It, $20. Uh, $10 if you have a student ID. How much is it for us? Uh, do you have a student ID? Yeah. <laughs> $10. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was hoping to get the Loft Friend discount. I don't know if that exists. I don't know if I'm, you know, ingrained enough to I'll, dole those out. I'll just ask Lauren. Go straight to Brie for that. I don't know her that well. Okay, well, I don't know. Yeah, sure, go to Lauren. I don't know. <laughs> I will. 
<laughs> All right, uh, Taylor, roll those sweet, smooth jams. Wicka, wicka. We got a little bit of nerd news, as always. Taylor, what's what's the first thing we got? Um, I have a question to ask both of you. <laughs> <laughs> Did Go you ahead. both know that we are actually getting a fourth Alvin and the Chipmunks movie in less than three months? I did not. Is that uh, is that the squeakle to the squeakle? Apparently, it's the squeakle of the squeakle squared squeakle is, nation. Is Jesse? Mc- is it Jesse McCartney? Wasn't he like a voice of them? Is he still? Yeah, he was Alvin, right? Yeah. I think so. Is he still and doing that? I, I think I don't know. so. The I mean, music business ain't doing him well. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But he was, the Alvin he was wait, wait, wait. He was, he was doing him well. I want candy, right? No, that's Aaron Carter. That's Aaron Carter. Damn it. <laughs> no, what's, what's, what's the Jesse McCartney one? I don't know. I can't think. Yeah. Whatever. It's not. <laughs> it's Jesse McCartney. I mean. So, so there's a fourth one. <laughs> Apparently, now uh, I think it was supposed to come out on uh, the 28th, if I'm not mistaken, of December. Yes, of December yeah. of this year. And uh, a great the, Christmas movie. The, yeah, I guess so. Hey, man, audiences love this shit. You know, man. Alvin wants that hula hoop. I, I don't understand. <laughs> oh I don't. Have, have you seen these movies? No, it's the song. You know the no, the I, famous, no I, I yeah, do not know. It it's just the a song. Me, I want yeah, my holy hoop. That what one. the exactly. fuck is wrong with it's both a, of it's you? It's an Alvin, Alvin and, and the Chipmunks Christmas song. song. Thank you. It's famous. <laughs> I have no clue what you guys are talking in, about. In right college, now. I set that me, I want a holy hoop to like my text tone during. December. That's annoying. I know. <laughs> was this when you were in Chicago? Yeah. Thank God. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, apparently this film has moved forward from December 28th to December 18th. Now... Wait a second. Another question. Do you wait, know what, wait what film smidge. is coming out on that day? Uh, there's been an awakening. Have you felt it? I have. It's Star Wars Episode Seven day. Why Dude. the fuck would they move... The Squeakwool Squared to Star Wars Episode 7 Day. Because there's not enough chipmunks in Star Wars? You have to, you have to remember that... Yoda's a chipmunk, yeah, isn't he? Everybody and their mother is going to be seeing Star Wars, but there's that small it's percentage of people that, you know, old people and children or whatever... People the only people who know in, the fucking Hula Hoop song? Whatever. People... There will be a small percentage of people that will see this movie. For instance... When, uh, in it's only going to be the people that can't get tickets to Star Wars. That's true. Or they'll do a double hop, you know. <laughs> That's true. What is that, you you heathen? I don't know. I've never actually done it. Oh, you haven't? Plus, it oh, wouldn't matter because they still wouldn't be making money. People <laughs> <laughs> yeah. will no, be watching I mean, it. But. Let's, let's put it this way. To be fair, when Avengers came out in 2012... There was this little movie called Best Exotic Marigold Hotel. Oh, I still really yeah. want to see that. This movie came out the same day as Avengers, and obviously more people went to oh, see yeah. that movie than Marigold Hotel, we'll call it, because I'm not going to say that name <laughs> over and over again. But that movie was so damn successful from like the older generation mm. and certain people that went to see it that it got a sequel made before the freaking Avengers The Baby did. Boomers? So I will say that I think there could be an advantage, a small niche that maybe isn't sort of being tapped into with Star Wars, but 
they're just it feels like just a bad move with that being said. I know, you know here's what I mean? the thing with your kids like Star Wars. Though. You, yeah, with your exactly. argument of like the the young young people and the old people, it's like I I work at a fencing school yeah. that offers like a they have a Jedi program and it's for four to seven yes, year olds. Awesome. It's for four to seven year olds and uh sword play LA. Um, <laughs> is, oh, and, is that the one that's doing uh, uh I heard about this Jedi lightsaber battle that's happening in LA like on the eighteenth. No, that is okay, I, I wasn't I don't sure. know about right. that. Sorry. But like that's I'm just a bunch of nerds by like awesome. these little kids that come in and there's this one girl that comes in on Fridays and she's my favorite. She's maybe like seven and she always comes in in a dress, and then she has Darth Vader Van slip-ons. Yeah. And she comes in with her lightsaber, and she knows everything about Star Wars. She's That's such a little awesome. badass. And there's these like little, little kids. And I think back on Star Wars when I – I don't remember. I mean, I guess I was maybe like eight when I was watching it or something, but – I'm like these. How is this movie capturing these kids' attention? Like these children with their like 10 second attention spans. It's the nerd parents that yeah. are like, "Hey, you no, have to watch is. this fucking movie." It is, yeah. but then they get so into exactly. it. Exactly, and it's the people that are like uh, their their children. One of their first movies, they make sure it's Star Wars. You yeah, know I mean? well, that's yeah. the thing. Is like Marigold Hotel at least like had a different demographic, yeah. which was old as fuck people. It's the same exactly. demographic. Kids are gonna want to fucking see Star Wars, oh, yeah. man. And, so like, and yeah, I think this is death. First of all, let's yeah. talk about how Day works at a fencing place, but she doesn't fence. <laughs> I was making fun of her earlier because if like... I'm learning. What if a rival fencing company busts into fight and she's the first line of defense at like the front desk and she doesn't yeah. even know how to sword fight? I, I, I fail. Oh! That was, that was absolutely I, horrible. Was My terrible. defense would be weak. The, but it was good. It was so it. horrible it was, it was good. Uh, speaking about like movies that like make a fuck ton of money though, um, <laughs> Pan... <laughs> which is you know stars huge jacked man huge jacked man big fan of our show i'd like to yeah. assume we're a big fan of him he's a big yeah. fan of us um he's in this movie called pan which how many fucking movies do they need to do about I peter pan know. Yeah. oh my god well, i mean it's like uh, right it's super popular right now Peter Pan. I mean, I'm a fan of Peter Pan. I have some really good friends who actually, I just saw on Facebook tonight at the Geeky Awards, they won Best Scripted Web Series for their show. Peter and Wendy. The new adventures of Peter and Wendy. That's second dad. Yeah, but the thing that's cool about their show is that it's not another retelling of the same thing we've all seen. It's like Peter and Wendy are like mid-late 20s adults that are still trying to figure their lives out, and, and it's like... The story, but so much more. And it's a great show. It's so good. And it's imaginative and it's unique. And these things that keep coming out, it's just like, how much more How much more money can we put into this to make it look even more fantastical? But it's like, we, we get it. <laughs> Speaking of how much money they put into the movie, the budget was about $150 million, so And then, dumb. you know, the marketing costs are probably going to also be about $150 million. Yeah. I, what, who the is... opening weekend, they made... Fifteen million dollars. Yep. Wait, it's out already. That's it. Yeah, no. and it only made fifteen million dollars. They are projecting that it's going to be a hundred and thirty to hundred and forty million dollar loss. Good job, guys. On the movie. Wait, yeah. so is is Hugh Jackman Captain? I'm Hulk? sorry, we, we don't know who Hugh Jackman is. Huge Jackman. Huge, Jack- huge jacked man. Jacked man. Okay, yeah, uh, I, yeah. I think he plays because Hulk. on the posters he looks like the king from The King and I, and I'm confused. Yeah, because he's bald. You're like, <laughs> the fuck is happening? Awful. It was weird. He doesn't look jacked or huge at all. No. 
Sorry, can man. Just, can we just talk about for a second more whitewashing that happened in this movie too? Ugh. Go ahead. Rooney Mara being cast as Tiger Lily, oh, and all God. of the natives being sort of whitewashed, from what I've heard. And I was just kind of like, yeah, that seems. I don't unnecessary. It seems like See, Hollywood. This is the thing that it, I don't understand. <laughs> this is what I don't understand is like they keep whitewashing these movies, and me as an actress can't get auditions because I'm not diverse enough. But but yet but That's pretty fucking ironic. But yet in the movies they keep Sorry, bro. They keep whitewashing everything and it's yeah. like I wanna see the diversity. If that's what you're going for, let me actually see it where it counts instead of like, you know, stopping my career before it starts because uh yeah. I don't know. It's just it's crazy because I, I see it on my end of like, oh, yeah, they must be trying. But then you see the movies and it's like, oh, well, no, they're not. What are they doing? <laughs> it's OK. Now that you have an Emmy, you can start in the Roots sequel. <laughs> oh, uh, <God>. No. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. The Roots reboot. The female Jeez Kunta Louise. Kinte. <laughs> no. Would that be Kunta Kinte? Oh, <laughs> too tsunami. Oh, man. We are so bad with puns. No. Yeah. What other movies have made this well, this giant of a fucking flop, man. That's uh, the, huge. The, the one I can think of most recently was Jupiter Ascending earlier this year. Which, oh, yeah. Which Warner Brothers Sorry, was Wachowski's. also producing, which they yeah. also lost oh, a well, fuck ton of money Can we talk on. about how the only movie franchise that Warner Brothers has ever made any money off of is Harry Potter? <laughs> Batman. Batman. Okay, and Batman. And also, I don't even think they care that they're losing all this money because they're about to drop Batman 5 Superman and it's going to make them like and $40 they've, and billion. They've got, dollars. Next year, they've got Batman 5 Superman and they've got Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Another <gasps> oh, Harry Potter. So you know that's yeah. going to do fucking game. I want to be in that movie so bad. I know yeah. that people have to get fired when shit like this happens, but just imagine being at the top tier of like Warner Brothers and your movie makes shit and no, you're just like puffing a cigar and you're like, ha, doesn't matter. Batman 5 <laughs> Superman. Yeah, look at next year. Oh, man. It's ridiculous, man. Yeah. That you can just throw that kind of money into something. I bet they knew it was going to suck from the fucking beginning. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean just the advertising was unappealing. Like, I saw it and I was like, what are you doing? It was, was there, there was, okay, at all? I mean, there, I've seen no, billboards there, and posters. There was, but it was very late. And I noticed the billboards and posters like you did, but there was sort of like a non-existent, but like nobody was talking about the movie. You know what it I mean? It looks like some post-apocalyptic Peter Pan world that's like steampunked. That's all I got yeah. from the poster. So they're just trying to that's jump on weird. like the train of yeah, the Mad Max train, which you know could be cool, kind of if you did it right. But they clearly didn't. Yeah, that's a. I mean, that's just a huge loss, though. Yeah, like I mean, would it be fair to say that Pan was panned? Oh, this podcast. It, no, 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 Taylor. I, it you're didn't. Speaking of puns, come no, on, listen, pun, listen. pun, it the didn't, pun culture you guys, podcast. Have a good one. It didn't quite. Pan out. Oh, oh. <laughs> we're gonna go. have to change the name of the podcast to Pun Pun the Pun Culture Podcast, man. That's what I swear <laughs> to God. I couldn't help myself. Uh, speaking of Mad Max, though, they're making a uh, Mad Dash Ooh. for uh, the Oscars. Indeed, they uh, want your consideration. Um, I don't even think they're gonna get nominated, but it's a big. It's kind. I think it's kind of a big fuck you to the Academy. Just that they even want to try. I thought the movie was phenomenal. Did you watch the movie? You I, didn't see it? I'm really bad at seeing movies. I apologize to the nerd kingdom. Says the actress. I'm, I, you know. Hey, <laughs> when you're in showbiz, it's busy. It's a busy life. Yeah. Like, you, I mean, 
I, 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 will, I, I will attest that ever since I've become a filmmaker and started getting into the filmmaking community and starting delving you know, more into that, I've watched less and less new movies. Yeah. You just got to take as your as days off. deeper into that. You just got to take your days off. Exactly. That's, Dude, that's today, my I watched men, today I watched Men, Women, and Children. Nice. By Jason Reitman. Ah. It was pretty good, man. Yeah, that, you just take your days year? off and you just don't do anything but watch movies. That sounds nice. I'd love a day off. Also drink yeah. a six-pack of beer. I agree. Uh, any, anywho, <laughs> uh, so Mad Max is like trying to get in contending for the Oscars. I thought the movie was phenomenal. You thought the movie was phenomenal. It was. It was. It was good. I wouldn't say it was my favorite movie of the summer, but I really loved it as an action sort of. It's just sort of straight visual, a, a visceral entertainment. You know what I mean? It's very much visual storytelling, and that's something I appreciate out of an action movie because we do get that. From some action movies, but a lot of them are just this CGI bullshit, you know? Yeah, and... And the thing that made Mad Max so special was that it was practical, you know? And I think that there are categories in which yeah. they deserve an Oscar for. Yeah, I agree. From what I hear, yeah, well, about... I, I can't imagine they're not being somewhere that they're going to get their recognition. Costuming? Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a technical. Yeah. They're going to yeah. get they're going to win technical awards, but I mean it's just it's going sort of going off that and this is a whole other conversation entirely, but it's sort of like the same idea of like why there's no comedy Oscar, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's called it's the Razzies. Kinda, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's just, you know, I mean there's it's the Golden Globes or Yeah. Yeah. It's the Creative Arts Emmys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which by the way, I never said that my show is called Emma Approved because I failed at promoting myself and show. But oh, they're, they would just have to look up your name. Just look me up. <laughs> just IMDB. Just IMDB me. No, please. Internet my score's been going down. Do it. Database. <laughs> I don't think that shit is even. It doesn't real. matter. Because the last time I looked, it was like you're up four thousand percent, and I was oh, like, God. I haven't made anything in over a year. Yeah. Was so like two people looked at you from the nun that were yeah, looking right? at I was you like, a I, year ago. It was probably me on my phone. Like, <laughs> who was in that thing I did? Yeah, I haven't directed anything in over a year. Like fucking Let's my do score. Something. From, hey man, tell that to fucking Patrick. Um, <laughs> I would like to make this fucking thing in the snow. Okay. Anywho, next piece of news, not about my sad, sad directing career. Uh, what do we got? So, Fantastic Four, mm. that giant piece of shit. Mm. My favorite movie of the summer. It was so bad. Did you get to see it there? No. Oh. It's okay. It's okay. You, no, you, you didn't miss you, out you on this you don't, one. <laughs> you don't want to see it. I heard, I heard that. Did you see any of the first two? With Jessica Alba and all I, that? I think I saw, I saw the first one like forever ago. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway... The track record goes shitty movie, shitty movie, rise of the shitty movie, and then <laughs> and then shitty movie reboot. And uh, no, shittier movie reboot, shitty movie re- reboot. It gets shittier, yeah, there you but go. with okay. a better cast, still a shitty movie. This is all just a subtitle, <laughs> shittier movie, shitty movie, still with a shitty- shorter movie, shittier movie. <laughs> uh, so it, they they just keep fucking up on this movie. And there was a rumor that fucking spread like wildfire on the internet that uh, they were going to give the rights back to Marvel because they were like, man, we suck. Um, Who has it? Fox. 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 Yeah. (laughs) Those motherfuckers. I'm surprised Brett Ratner didn't direct all three of those movies. Um, Brett Ratner's ghost directed X-Men Origins Wolverine. (laughs) That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, But it, uh, it was just a rumor. They they are not going to give the rights back. Both sides. I looked at, uh, at the the article, and both sides basically denied it. 
the thing that people really aren't taking into account though is that sort of like that that was a rumor that Fox had sort of just given up the rights. That's not to say that Fox won't lose the rights in the next couple of years because if they don't make a movie every however many years it is in the I contract, think for Fantastic they lose Four, the rights automatically. I think for Fantastic Four it's five or six years. Yeah. That's about what it is. Like for Spider Man, for Sony to keep Spider Man, at think least it's seven. at least in the old deal before they struck the deal with Marvel, it was every five years they had to make a Spider Man film or they lose the rights. I thought it was seven. Something like that. It's a, it's less than ten years. It's a it short was longer story. for the more popular movies, like yeah. X Men and and okay. and all those. And then make, it was like that would make more sense. A to me. Shorter amount of time, or maybe it was the other round. It was shorter amount of time for the popular movies that and would, longer for the that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. The, the less popular movies, you know, kind of build a following. Yeah, but I would have a hard time believing that Miles Teller would want to come back for a movie that bombed like that. No, it's going to have to be a reboot boot. Oh, God. A, a C-boot? A sequel reboot? Oh, yeah. That's like Ghost Rider fucking Spirit of Vengeance, uh, dude, a C-boot. Uh, but this is where the rumors came from. It was because uh, Fox is going to do two X-Men TV shows. What? Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, so, like, the rumor was that Marvel was going to help them with those TV shows for the rights to Fantastic Four. Turns out, as we just said, it was all a rumor, and they're probably going to make another shitty Fantastic Four movie, and we're all going to hate it. The end. Uh, the X-Men TV shows, yeah. Wait, why two? <clears throat> why do you... I, I, don't, I don't fucking know. Like, about... Why? Here's the thing. is They're not about X-Men. <sighs> like, you would... Yeah, that, that's what I said. First of all, if you're going to make an X-Men TV show... Which is what we at first hypothesized that after Apocalypse they were going to take these newer, younger X-Men and make a show about them, which would be cool. No. (laughs) I'm a huge nerd, so I know what the shows are about, but I'm going to just say, does the word Legion mean anything to either of you? No. Yes. It does? (laughs) Yes. What does it mean to you? A very vague Legion. Isn't it like a fucking, uh, an army of some kind. Well, I mean, that's the definition <laughs> of the word legion. Well, yeah. But no, I meant in the X-Men universe, does the word no. legion mean anything to you? Not particularly. I know the character, but I, I have so no Professor idea how X, he plays in. Professor X has a son. Okay. With Moira McTaggart, who okay. we saw yes, briefly in Brett Ratner's I, beautiful X-3. I know that. Well, I mean, we saw her in first class, too. But still. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they have sexual intercourse in the comic books. Okay. And they have a child, and he is schizophrenic. And has like multiple personalities, and so there's a whole comic book series called X Men Legacy, and it's kind of about Professor X and this son's relationship. Okay. And the dude's fucking weird, and he causes all kinds of trouble. Wait, is that is that the one that comes in the wheelchair in the one movie and with the two colored eyes and no, he gets that's in your head? that's a Striker's son. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. He kind of has no, but he kind of has the same. Kind of has the same. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like the same thing. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They kind of stole that story. Yeah, uh, but like, why would you choose a character that almost nobody knows about for your first X Men franchise television show? To be unique. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. I mean. I think I think the thinking there may be introduce this character that not many people may know about and have cameos from characters. It's as that they stupid. It's as stupid as making like Bruce Wayne a child in Gotham. Yeah, that is really stupid. Horrible not, idea. I don't think it's that stupid. I, I think it's pretty stupid. The second show is this may make a little more sense, Taylor. At, at least it's called Hellfire. 
Sinister. As in the Hellfire Club. Hellfire Club. Yeah. Yep. In X-Men First Class, we saw Emma Frost, played by the January Jones. Yep. Um, so that that makes a little bit more sense because they've introduced that into the movies at least expand on it yeah it yeah. still doesn't make a whole lot of sense because it's a tiny little sequence in that movie it's really. such a, a it's, it's like still the, an obscure reference bad, they don't, those bad guys that were yeah with kevin bacon mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. it's where like As rose Sebastian Byrne gets in her lingerie and it's like all the yeah, women scanty clad women in that like club it's really weird sequence but um yeah i mean that's interesting I think the Hell, Hellfire Club could be a, a really fun setting. For oh, I'm TV more excited series. for that show. Yeah. Than I mean, Legion. I mean, you know, maybe they're following because I mean, what would you have said? What did you say when Agents of Shield came out? Oh, you're making a thing about the Avengers that's not about the Avengers. It's about the. And you admitted you actually kind of enjoy. It. And you, then they. I do like Agents of. What's Agents the show that Shield? they came off of that? They it's about one of the. The Inhumans. No, no. um, is I thought it was. I've, I've just seen talk on the internet. About the one, um, oh gosh, I can't word today. That's okay. The one agent, Agent Carter, is that Agent Carter? Oh, yeah. Agent Carter. Yeah, I it's never like watched the 50 that show. Set but one, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I haven't seen it though. So those yeah, are both. They're probably just following that, honestly. Yeah, true. Because those have both done well. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing, though: is you take Shield was a huge part of. Yes. Avengers. Yes. Shield was a huge part of Captain America too. Okay, well they were smarter, and but <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yeah, Fox isn't a very smart company. No, but yeah, like I see what you're saying. That actually is a smart model. Like cuz yeah, Agents of Shield is a phenomenal show. Um but you take Shield is a huge part of the Marvel universe yes. and like the Hellfire Club is not of a huge part of okay. the X-Men universe. Also, Marvel is really the only company that's making good movies right now. Well, maybe they're kind of going off of a thing of like, well, if we take something that doesn't have much precedence in the comics and isn't a big deal and we make a show about it, then we can like do our own thing and all the nerds aren't going to get mad at us for messing it up because there's nothing to mess up. We're creating our own story with these established characters. Except the second you fuck up Emma Frost, everyone's going to fuck the shit. No nerd rage allowed. Come on, you don't think they're going to get nerd they're rage? They're trying to still? nip nerd rage in the nerd bud. <laughs> You'll always get nerd rage. You can't, no nip, the nerd you can't rage. nip nerd rage in the they're, bud. I didn't say you could. I said they're trying. <laughs> <laughs> True that. Um, did you guys know that Vin Diesel's a giant nerd? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That dude. Groot. Groot. <laughs> I am Groot. Actually, this is, this is great. I wrote down notes to what to talk about today. Oh, man, I thought of a really good pun for our last topic. Go ahead. Since this is pun, pun, the pun culture podcast. Okay, well, they're trying to make Nerd Rage extinct. Oh! It wasn't like it. Which makes more sense because there's an extinction comic book storyline in the X-Men. Hey! Boom! It made total sense to all the nerds out there. (laughs) Yay! Uh, So this Vin Diesel storyline is actually a two-parter. Okay. Did you know that he talked to Kevin Feige and playing the voice of Groot does not stop him from playing a character in the Marvel Universe? good for him. Well, I mean, Vin Diesel originally wanted to play Vision. He he's, was petitioning to play Vision for a long time. He's also been petitioning for a long time to play ba- ba- Black Bolt. Uh, I have no idea who Black Bolt the is. The leader of the Inhumans, which oh, okay. if you've been watching Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they've yeah, kind they've of introduced the Inhumans. Yeah. Yeah. Are the Inhumans their version of mutants? No, the Inhumans are a like an alien species. Um, they have mutant-like abilities. Um, I mean, if you like, mutants are still from the Marvel universe, right? No, I know, um, but but 
like in the last Avengers, you yeah, had you couldn't say Quicksilver yeah, yeah, yeah. and exactly. they they called them, What did they call them? Like super powered or some crap like that? Yeah. What What did they call like, them? I think they called them like the gifted. Yeah. yeah some crap like uh, that. It was but yeah, so the Inhumans. Yeah, no, it's like an alien race, but they have like a hierarchy, kind of like like a king and and like all that shit. So Black Bolt is like the king of the Inhumans, and uh, it's been rumored for so long that Vin Diesel's gonna play him. Even though he was already the voice of Groot, and um, I mean it's so distorted, it's not like it would be. No, exactly. Yeah, I think it's cool because you think like automatically you're like, no, there's no fucking way yeah. you can play two superheroes. That that's like like when when uh, Captain America, he was the Human Torch, right? Like people flip their shit, and now like he's the best Captain America in like the fucking universe. He is Captain America. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think it's great that they aren't excluding him from playing a character just because he was, like, the voice. I think that's so cool. Yeah. I can it's see cool. him as Black Bolt, too. I, I, I know you guys don't know who he is. Let me pull up a picture of him real quick. I'm going to put some elevator music on. Is this elevator music? Sure. I, I, I don't even know. Works for me. I'm falling asleep. Oh, brutal! <laughs> so anyway, this is like this guy's this guy's super buff. Oh yeah, Vin Diesel can do that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, right. So his power is that he screams really loud. Oh yay! <laughs> no, it's like even a whisper from Black Bolt will like like send you flying backwards. He's crazy. Um, but that wasn't the main topic about the Vin Diesel that I want to talk about. It's that he's a huge nerd, and that uh. There was a Dungeons and Dragons movie about 15 years ago with Jeremy Irons. Did yeah, you, it was do a, you remember that? a massive, terrible <laughs> flop that nobody remembers nor cares t- to remember. I remember it. I, I watched Keep it, it and alive, forgot though. it immediately. Yeah. No, but so apparently Vin Diesel, and I've heard him, I think I've heard him talk about this at every panel at Comic-Con I've ever seen him on. He loves to bring it up. He loves to play Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. That's like his shit. Yeah, like he's his jam. Yeah, he goes and he plays it like the nerdist all all the time. He loves Dungeons and Dragons. He even wrote the foreword of the 30th anniversary rulebook for Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. He loves fucking Dungeons and Dragons, right? Well, so there's there's a Dungeons and Dragons movie. I think Fox bought the rights and they want to make this into a movie. And they're like eyeballing Vin because like he's such a big fan of it. And it's like on one hand, it's so cool that they're they want him because he's a fan, but on the other hand, it's so cool because like he would be perfect to fight dragons. Am I wrong? Like, oh yeah, he would. Totally, it would be so cool to just see him with like a sword as like a barbarian, just beating the shit out of some dragons. Yeah, think and some of dungeons. like think of like him doing the Riddick thing, but like in but in like the, a fantasy in world. like the medieval fantasy world. Yeah, how cool yeah. would that shit be? It's, it's gonna be awesome. It'd be way cooler than the it Rock was, as it Hercules. Was, it was. It would be way cooler than Nicolas Cage in in in. Uh, in what was that season of the witch? Oh my god! Oh, actually, Vin Diesel has a movie coming out. Risa, like the very last soon, witch the hunter, the last witch hunter. I can yeah, see I take very, offense to that. Very close I to that. <laughs> 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 Don't hunt my people. Because you're a witch. I get it. <laughs> no, I've heard the last witch hunter is badass, man. Really? It looks cheesy as fuck, but like it's got Elijah Wood in it too. Yeah. And Michael Caine, right? Ooh, I love me some Michael Caine. That's good, right? Yeah, I think so. All I gotta say is Fantastic Four. 
That had a great cast. Oh, Taylor, why would you do that? <laughs> Just kidding. No, I mean it looks cheesy, but as long as it's like that, that movie knows what it is, knows what it is. I think it will be fine. Oh, I definitely think it knows what it is. Yeah, totally. I haven't seen Elijah Wood in any horrible movies lately. You know, he kind of chooses things that are good. The last thing I saw him in was uh, Maniac. Maniac was good. Yeah, it was weird as fuck, but yeah, it was good. That's the first time he's played like such a maniacal role, so to speak. A maniac. That's kind of what I was going Ah. for, but I didn't. I didn't draw it out. Speaking of puns, (laughs) Dave, do you like Will Ferrell? You know, I do. I'm gonna go on the side of yes. I don't. Anchorman. Mm. What? See, that's the thing. Is like I love his SNL, and I love some of his more serious stuff, but his movies. Make me hurt for some reason. Taylor, do you like? Will but Ferrell? I mean, I do like quoting Anchorman. That's oh, fun. Dude, watching that's, that's watching it is painful, like but it. quoting it is fun. <laughs> I mean, I don't hate Will Ferrell. I don't. I don't love Will Ferrell, but I like Will Ferrell. Would you go to a Will Ferrell themed bar? Yes, most definitely. It would be hilarious. I'm sure. Yeah. Okay, good, because that's the point of this topic. In New York, and I shit you <clears> not, it opened. It opened while we were in New York, and I didn't know about it until today. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I know. Trust me. There's a Will Ferrell-themed bar in New York called Stay Classy NY. <laughs> See? That's funny. It's almost like it's it's not a Will Ferrell-themed bar, but it's like a Will Ferrell character-themed yeah. bar. Oh, yeah. You no. know what I mean? Like, I'm sure all Absolutely. the drinks were themed, but like... Gosh, fucking there was a whole there was a races. whole art room of like local New York artists doing uh, like pieces of him from his movies. Like him is like awesome. him is like Mugatu and like nice. shit like that. But like That's I'm cool. so upset that I go. was there and I didn't know about it. I'll go for you when I'm there in January. Ah, Ooh. I guess that just means I have to go again. <laughs> yeah, right. I spent so much fucking money, dude. I want to go to, there's like a Harry Potter themed bar in Canada or something. Oh, Canada. Awesome. I don't know if it's Canada. I don't think, it, I don't remember. Canada. I read the article a while ago. but They just say sorry, like, oh, sorry, we fucked your drink up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, the food's eh? late. Drink, oh, eh? sorry. Um, I don't know. I don't remember. I feel bad. I can't remember anything today. I'm so useless. Um, But Harry Potter themed bar, but they have things that are super, super like, you would have to be a super fan to catch some of the references because they right. want non-Harry Potter people to be able to enjoy it as well. So oh, it's not course. like, you know, slap I mean, there's you in alcohol the face involved. They're going to like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's something I remember reading. There's some reference on the menu that's so obscure that if you can figure it out, they'll like give you a free drink or something. You would be able to get that. I don't think so. No? I'm not that good. I would say I'm mediocre at best with my Harry Potter knowledge. I'm not happy with that, but we did a Harry if Potter I'm going to be realistic, once. we did. Oh, whatever. But I didn't know all of the questions. She posted it on the internet. Oh, it's on man, the internet. I never watched it. You that. just didn't watch it because you're a bad friend. It's on what my... What the fuck? It never appeared on my feed, okay? It's, I would have watched it. It's on my YouTube channel. Okay, I will, Day, I will watch it. And where is your YouTube... Uh, like, how can people find it? You know, channel? like, at www.youtube.com slash Dayanne Hutton. That is D-A-Y-Y-E-A-N-N-E-H-U-T-T-O-N. There you go. Now you can IMDB me as well. The IMDB. IMDB. All right, guys. So the Wolf Ferrell drinks are, did we just become best friends? No. From Dead Brothers. Dirty Mike and the Boys. I believe that's from old school. 
Yes. Uh, Glass Cage of Emotion <laughs> from Anchorman. Anchorman. Great Odin's Raven from Anchorman. Anchorman. Milk Was a Bad Choice <laughs> from Anchorman. Anchorman. <laughs> Mugatu Mule from Zoolander. Okay. Shake and Bake, which I don't... Talladega Nights. Okay. Smelly Pirate Hooker uh, from Anchorman. Yes. The fucking Catalina Wine Mixer. Yes. Step <laughs> I actually really love uh, Step Brothers. That's one I like a lot. We're going yeah. streaking. It's from old, old school. school, but it's because uh, John C. Riley fucking makes that movie. It's he not does. Will Ferrell, it's John C. Riley. A uh, whale's vagina. And old school. I love old school. Old school is good too, yeah. And you're my boy, Blue. You're my, oh. yeah, that's what I was, <laughs> you're my boy. As soon as you said old school, I had to say, You're my boy, Blue. <laughs> you're my boy, Blue. That's so good. Dude, Great Odin's Raven is light rum, ginger beer, and lemon. That sounds great. That's why it's Odin's Raven. Ooh, the glass cage of emotion is muddled rosemary and peach, whiskey, lemon juice, and simple syrup. This sounds that like sounds a amazing. very hipster bar. Oh, all all the bars in New York, man. All of them. Yeah. All of them. Oh, my God, dude. Remember how I was telling you all the, like, the free drinks and all the money I found? Yeah. There was this super stereotypical New Yorker guy, had the New York accent, was watching a Giants game, and every time something would go wrong, even slightly wrong, like not even like a penalty, <laughs> just like they got one yard and Instead of three, he'd stand off of his stool, pick it up, and slam it into the ground and start screaming at the TV. Like, very, very typical angry New Yorker, right? He got so mad, he turned around and knocked over my glass of water, right? Glass of water. He was so drunk, he didn't realize it was water. And he was like, oh, shit, man, I, I totally owe you another beer. Uh, and I just went, yeah, you totally do owe me another beer. <laughs> As I'm holding a beer, like, he just thought I was double fisting. Um not that I am opposed to that, um, but he just bought me another beer because he knocked over my glass of water. Found out he was a New York fire department guy. <gasps> oh, that's awesome, dude. Hey, he was just trying to get fucked up. Most stereotypical New Yorker I, had, I, I met on the whole trip. Not only was a part of the fire department, he was loud and he was drunk and he was angry about sports. <laughs> that just sounds like New York in a fucking nutshell. Um. I guess this is our main topic, only because it's the last thing we haven't really talked about yet. Um, actually, no, before that, have you guys seen that cool video on the internet of the dude who made the Thor hammer that only he can pick up? No. Yes. You haven't seen mm-hmm. that? Oh, my God. We're going to pause and let Day watch this, and then we'll come right back to you guys. Was that not the coolest fucking shit ever? It was amazing. Kind of nerd power. Right? I love how it's not even just science. It came from Age of Ultron, where Tony Stark was like, I think the literal transla- translation is... Whoever has Thor's fingerprints, like, yeah. it's so funny. It's just, it's just a video. This dude built a fucking magnet set, like a super strong electromagnetic magnet that, like, you can't lift that shit off of anything. And then he built a thumbprint scanner into the handle, and when he puts his thumbprint on it, it turns the magnets off, and then he can lift it up. Yep. It's so fucking cool. Like, that's just, like, nerd. Like, not only do you have nerd comics, you got nerd science, and you mesh them together. Science! Oh, magnets! Oh, magnets! There's this kid that's like, (laughs) I get it! In the video, he just knows. Yep. And then there's that one douche who's like, I got this. I got LeBron James genes in me, because we're related. I I could do it. And then, guess what? He couldn't. He couldn't do it. (laughs) So yeah, that was just a little tangent because I thought that shit was cool as fuck. I agree. Uh, main topic would be: Have you guys heard of this little guy called Wes Anderson? No, oh, you know I think of Wes Anderson. I might have heard about him. You know, yeah. whispers in the trees. 
He did this little animated stop motion movie called The Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, right. It's, Foxes. It's aight. Yeah, it's okay. It's, uh, yeah. Eh. It's not, you know, phenomenal. That's amazing. I think I it's fucking film. great. It's yeah. It's a masterpiece. Fantastic. It's in the Ooh. title. Like, you can't even. <laughs> I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Um, Wes Anderson's next movie is going to be a stop motion film about dogs. Yeah. Starring Jeff Goldblum and Brian Cranston. Can Agreed. I can I tell you what I'm most excited about for this film? You can. Is to find out what kind of dog they make Bill Murray. He's going to be <laughs> What's the dog with like the slouchiest jowls? Like a like one a, of those like what is great the no. English bulldogs or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's like oh the yeah, flat yeah. nose and like the droopy. Yeah, face. just the droopiest. Yeah. I think he's just gonna be the old curmudgeon dog with like the slouchiest face. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. who Bill Murray would be. I'm just excited. I can't wait to see what kind of dog Bill Murray yeah. is. I mean, Jeff Goldblum, dude. Come on, Goldblum. So it's funny that he's making a stop motion about a stop motion movie about dogs because there's like this there's this inkling on the internet. That uh, Wes Anderson hates dogs. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, in the Royal Tenenbaums, Buckley is killed. Uh, in uh, Life Aquatic, there's a three-legged dog that gets hit by a newspaper by Jeff Goldblum. In Fantastic Mr. Fox, the beagles are drugged with blueberries. <laughs> and in Moves Rides <laughs> Kingdom, one of the dogs is shot with an arrow. So, like, there's, there's a large history of, like... Dog abuse by Wes. So maybe this movie will violence. explain it. It'll be like, this is why I hate dogs, and now maybe you will too. Because I think that this is what goes on in their heads. We think it's cute, but it's like it's like a, it's like an anti-dog movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like showing you his perception of dogs and like the, they're the mafia. And I, I don't even know. They... All dogs go to heaven or hell. <laughs> All dogs are the devil. I think that about cats. I think all cats are the devil. I don't think all cats are the devil. I think that my roommate's cat has a demon living inside him, but I don't think all cats are the devil. <laughs> uh, I think that's I all beg, cats, though. I beg to differ. I agree with you, Joel. Cats are yeah. just... All just, cats I've, are the devil. They're just... They're, they're not loving, like, souls. Like, I've cats, met some pretty cats, fantastic no, cats. Like, I saw something on the mm. internet, and it was a picture of a cat and a picture of a dog, and it had text under both of them. The cat's text, no, the dog's text said, this person bathes me, feeds me, and takes care of me. He must be God. And the cat said, this person bathes me, feeds me, and takes care of me. I must be God. <laughs> like, cats are so selfish, selfish and funny. fucking That's uncaring. So true. We just That's got really so off topic about... It's okay, Taylor, though. do you remember... And I'm going to just spit this out so you can go on a rant while I run yeah. over and grab another beer. Do you remember, like, um, there was, like, turmoil on the set of Fantastic Mr. Fox? No, I actually didn't hear about this. You didn't hear about that? No. Shit, I guess I can't go get a beer then. Yeah. Um, there was, no, th- there was so much criticism of Wes Anderson for that movie that he wasn't on set enough and that he wasn't doing his job well enough. Because, really? Yeah, because it was, like, it was all stop motion, so they said that he would just email them and be like, do the scene. And they'd be like, but what are we supposed to do? Wow, really? Yeah, apparently he wasn't directing well enough just because there weren't like actors. Wow, interesting. I didn't... Damn, that's crazy. Man, I'm hoping it's not the same thing again, because the movie turned out really well. 
Yeah. Um, I would give a lot of that maybe to the voice actors though. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I mean, with like George Clooney and uh, Bill Murray and Meryl Streep and Jason Schwartzman, like you can't really. Right. Can't really Look at that team. All right, I'm gonna throw out a topic in which you have to talk about, so I can go get another beer. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, Brian Cranston, Jason Schwartzman. What dogs would they be? Oh, oh man. Uh, Jason Schwartzman would probably be a Chihuahua. <laughs> I was thinking like a beagle. Really? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, man. He kind of looks That's like a beagle. Uh, you said Jason Schwartzman. I was totally thinking Schwartzman would be a beagle. I feel like Brian Cranston would be the bulldog. Not... You think... Well, why? He because he's like the one that knocks... angry, like, uh. The angry, uh. The angry, uh. Was that the dog coming? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh, gosh. I would see Brian... Yeah. I could see him as a bulldog, too. Jeff Goldblum, I think, would be a... What's the kind of uh, dogs that the police have? A bloodhound? Not Sherlock Holmes. The, like, the <laughs> fucking real... Oh, God. This, this modern era police... <laughs> Not German Shepherd? German Shepherd. Oh, uh, you know what? Actually, I could <laughs> I could see I could also see uh Jason Schwartzman as that. They would have matching moles. Oh, there you go. That's funny. We should email Wes right now. Oh, let me just But what about Jeff? What if it was just Wes Anderson at gmail.com? <laughs> <laughs> what if it was that easy? Wes dot Anderson. Yeah, Wes dot Anderson Let's at gmail.com. Or it's like I hate dogs at gmail.com. <laughs> more, more likely, clearly. I um, hate dogs at wesanderson at gmail.com. Or beautiful. at com. There you go. Or wesanderson at I hate dogs.com. <laughs> this is getting out of hand. <laughs> uh, it's getting out of Henderson. Oh. <laughs> Who else is in a lot of Wes Anderson movies? Owen Wilson? Well, what kind I of mean, dog would he be? <laughs> oh, God. Um, Chinese Crescent. <laughs> I don't even know what that yeah, that's that's that like, what the fuck? That's the that like hairless dog that just has a little tuft on the top of their head. Oh, oh god, so it has a man bun or a dog bun? Sure. Owen Owen I th- I think Owen would be the two. Isn't um Angelica Houston in a lot of them or is she just yeah. in a few? Yeah. That's true. Um Owen Wilson would uh he would totally be a chihuahua. Look at his face. You just can't. And Bill Murray, what about Bill Murray? We talked about him. I know. He would be who? I Just want him to be... Whatever dog is that droopy face. I think Bill Murray's going to be a poodle. No. Oh, that could be Jason Schwartzman. <laughs> could be a poodle. Okay, apparently Jason Schwartzman is very doggable. I'm going to Google search <laughs> dog with <laughs> droopy face, face <laughs> and see what comes up. Oh, whatever this fucking dog is. I think that's a bloodhound, isn't it? No. <laughs> Bloodhounds are droopy as fuck, dude. Yeah, that's what They're I'm talking so about. They're so droopy. Let me see. Is that not a bloodhound? No, that's maybe. A, this dog doesn't even dude, have that, eyes. Yeah, that dog has like three foreheads. <laughs> I think, least, what about, he'll be a Sharpay. A Sharpay, sharp look up Sharpay. How does this dog see? It's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like chin rolls, but on your forehead. <laughs> this is, uh, it just says hound. That's it's just a hound. hound. Yeah. The Hound of Baskerville. That's why you were thinking <laughs> Sherlock Holmes shit. This is definitely Bull, Bull Murray. <laughs> Bull Murray. This is definitely Bill Murray as a dog. I For know. sure. It's Bull Murray, the Bullhound. Uh, the Bullhound? Bill the Bullhound. Bill the Bullhound. There you go. Angelica Houston would be, I don't know what they're called, but that the dog in 
101 Dalmatians, the animated Disney movie, <laughs> um, there's the woman who's the artist who has, like, the glasses and the long pointy nose, and she has, oh, gosh. Look it up. I we just look it up. <laughs> I need more knowledge. Of dogs? Yeah. You don't have enough dog knowledge. Where's what about Edward Norton? I'm sure Edward Norton has to have a piece in this. He Probably, would be like yeah. a Jack Russell Terrier. Oh, he would be a yeah. Jack Russell Terrier. That's a Dave's really good with dogs. Yeah, seriously, that's a great. He would totally be a Jack Russell Terrier. Just an old-looking Jack Russell Terrier because he's looking old now. What about um? What about Willem Dafoe if he were to be in this film? Have you guys seen? That meme on the internet that where the chihuahua the has present. the teeth. Yeah, and, and it looks like, like him smiling. And it's like, uh, <laughs> there's like this meme of the chihuahua and it has like a lisp, right? I think that's the dog that Willem Dafoe would be. <laughs> that's like funny. This, this kind of dog, I think, Angelica Houston. Oh my God. Day is on fire with this, dude. I don't totally, know. I don't dude, know totally, dude. That's Angelica Houston, whatever that's kind like a, of that's dog. That's a poodle, isn't it? No, I'm just no, going to no, click on this not. Pet Finder link, and I'm sure it'll tell us. This dog is called uh, an Afghan hound. Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes Afghan it. hound. Apparently. Oh, an Airedale, Airedale Terrier is what Edward Norton would be for sure. We still don't have oh, Jeff Oh, the big Goldblum. terrier. Yeah, I said he would be uh, the cop dog. Yeah, but I don't. Agree. You, that you, he would you be don't agree? He would be a German a German Shepherd? No. No. What do you think? Do you think Jeff Goldblum would be a German Shepherd? Yes. I kind of think they're like the suave dogs. Suave? Really? I don't. Yeah, I th- I guess a German Shepherd is like they're to really me, like aggressive and vicious. Like that's like, what they're portraying. Reminds me kind of like a militaristic kind of like. Dog, yeah. In in res- like you know, in relation to humans, like what about very, a pitbull? Like, uh, uh. No, no. Hmm. I don't think so. I'm not good with this. this a topic. chow. <laughs> no. A velociraptor. Pomeranian. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll give him that. I'll give him a pomeranian. We'll leave this one up to the viewers. Oh oh no no no! He's gonna be a pug. No, <laughs> I can see him being a pug. That's cute. I think today's National Pug Day. Dude, every day is National Something yeah. Day, and this it makes me Chinese so cousin. mad. Oh my god, it's got a little mohawk. That's fucking adorable. <laughs> what if Jeff? What if Jeff, what if Jeff yes. Goldblum? What if Jeff Goldblum was a Doberman Pinscher? Oh, okay. that'd be pretty good. Yeah, I can give it that. Like, why is it? Why did this pop good. up? Why is that dog chewing on a pink dildo? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh uh, man. Um. Okay. And someone's got to be a pit bull. St. Bernard. Ooh. Jeff Goldblum. That's pretty good. Actually, actually, yeah. that's perfect. Yeah. I that's can see that. <laughs> In light of the topic, what's your favorite Wes Anderson movie, Taylor? Wow, that's a tough decision, man. Um, shoot from the hip answer is Moonrise Kingdom. But I really love the Royal Tenenbaums as well. Moonrise Kingdom is a good answer because I got a Moonrise Kingdom tattoo. I mean, I, I think... I think his most mature film is by <laughs> far is by far Grand Budapest Hotel. I like, quite as, enjoyed that as film. as a filmmaker. Like that's his most elegant, well shot, visual storytelling. Um, but it's not my favorite. What's your favorite? I I think I also have to go with Moonrise Kingdom. Okay. I think that's because there's something like because it's kids. No, it's the, a great and fucking it's so movie. Nostalgic. Like it yeah. brings you back. 
It's yeah. really the first time he branched out of like the characters yeah. that he uses too, and I think he he went out on a limb and it paid off. Yeah, like totally. that limb, it didn't snap. Literally and metaphorically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And here's the thing for me is like I have a Moonrise Kingdom tattoo on my arm. Mm-hmm. It's one of the biggest pieces on my whole arm, actually. It's, yeah, it's it's the it's enormous, the most notable. It's the giant treehouse from the film, and I didn't scale it down to size. I have this extremely thin, tall treehouse on my arm, and at the bottom, I got the three little characters like looking up at the top. Um, I think it's a great fucking film, but if I'm going to say my favorite Wes Anderson movie, it's going to be the Darjeeling Limited, man. Oh, I agree that that is supremely, supremely underrated. Every I know time, a lot of yeah, people that every hate that movie. Every time I talk about the movie, hate that everyone's movie. like, oh, why Darjeeling? People, yeah, people see that as one of his weakest movies. I, I personally, phenomenal. I think Bottle Rocket is actually one of his weakest movies. Yeah, I don't, his get, first movie. That's I don't not get the love for that movie at all, dude. It's at whimsical. All. It is, but not as whimsical as Moonrise Kingdom. No, not at all. I love the Dungeon Unlimited. I just love uh, just that that cast. You've got all those people in different movies, but they but like having them together, having Adrian Brody, Owen Wilson, and Jason Schwartzman together. Yeah, it was good as man. lead sort of co leads. Yeah, and then Angelica Houston was the mom, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. just like it, I don't know. That's one of my favorite movies. I think of all time. Also, I think Jason Jason Schwartzman, you know, as just a regular in Anderson films is always great. But specifically in Darjeeling uh, Limited, um, you know, he really shines in that movie. And that, that role specifically is because he's not a cameo. It's one that I remember as like, holy fuck, like I love this character and I relate to this character. And there's a lot of, you know, sort of things I see in myself. And uh, I think it's one of his best performances that that I, one of the best performances I've ever seen from him. You know, absolutely. It's because it's yeah. not. It's not. Uh, look, he's that. He's that cool character, like in Moonrise, right? Like, yeah. He's become that character in a mm-hmm. Wes Anderson film oh, yeah. since Rushmore. Yep. But in Darjeeling, he's like one of the leads. He's vulnerable and flawed in a lot of ways, as opposed to just being that one character who pops in and has. Some cool lines, and that's it. And then he gets paid out, in a know? jar of nickels to marry two. But yeah, kids. but I will say that <laughs> with that said, in Moonrise Kingdom, I love that little moment that that scene that he oh, has. It's great, it's fucking brilliant. It it's makes him stand spit out the gum moment, out. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Speaking of Lauren, if you're listening to this, you still have my copy of Moonrise Kingdom, and I would like it back. Called the fuck out. Boom. I know she's gonna listen to this because we're gonna be promoting Loft, and she'll be like, "Oh, I'm gonna listen to it," and then she'll hear this part <laughs> and be like, "Oh shit." <laughs> It's okay. gonna happen. I was gonna say she could give it to me, and I'll give it to you, but I don't see you any more than she does. She looks closer to me too, I think. <laughs> well, that was the end of the main topic. Before we end the podcast, I just want to throw out a little something: why the last man is going to be made into a TV show. I know that neither of you know what that is. People love this. People love this comic, though. It's big to me, so I got to yeah. bring it up on the podcast. Why the last man is about a, uh, a comic book. So it's a comic book about. Every person with a Y chromosome, so every man. Every man. Every man on Earth. Oh, that's oh, that's how that gets determined. Got it. Y chromosome. X, X and Y. So, so Dave, there's this thing called science, and Ooh, if you have two science. biology, if you have two X chromosomes, oh, you're a woman. Yes. Oh, okay. If you have a Y and an X chromosome, oh. you're a man. Oh, yeah. wow, fancy. <laughs> so every every science. person with science. a Y chromosome. Science, bitch. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> science, bitch. I've been re- I've been rewatching Breaking Bad. I love that. It's shit. good shit. <laughs> so every male on Earth dies, 
Except, oh, cool. yeah. Oh, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> wow, woman know, inherits right? the earth. Brutal. <laughs> Speaking kidding. of Jeff Goldblum, ooh, wait, why? Huh? Jurassic Park. She's he's like, oh, and man dies, and she's like, and woman inherits the earth. Oh, it's not yeah, his yeah, line, yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. Jeff Goldblum spurs that. Sorry, as a vague reference. So every male dies except for this like mid twenties guy named Yorick, <laughs> okay. and his alas, me- poor Yorick. <laughs> That's that's vague as fuck. Sorry, remember I'm stuck in another time. <laughs> Shake uh, you bloodhounds know, and shakes. Yeah, you fucking oh bloodhound reference. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes and shakes. Yeah, so it's it's not just every male human; it's just males across the board, right? So the last two males on Earth are this dude named York and his pet monkey named Ampersand, and he's also a dude. Wow, right? he's a hipster monkey. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. <laughs> It, it's it's one of the best comic books that's ever been written. It, it was only sixty issues, so it didn't try to go like this whole. Wait, so long... there's a world where all the men die, yet the story's still about a man and with. Wow, does not pass the Bechdel test. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! It, it actually very much does pass the Bechdel. Really? Test because it's about feminism. Okay. The comic's about feminism. It's just told through this last dude on Earth, and you actually but find out he's it's not told the from last male dude. Perspective. Oh my God! I'm gonna <laughs> fight you, Dave. <laughs> If you read this comic book, I think you would love the shit probably. out of it. Probably she probably would. would. I'm sorry. It's just there, and I'm taking it. Anywho. <laughs> There's great twists and turns. Spoilers if you don't want to hear them. You actually find out, like, there's a dude who's alive, but he's in space, right? So it's, like, something that happened on Earth. So, like, he comes down from space, right? So, like, he's he ends up not being the last male in the comic book, but, like, all the male, like, all the males die on earth at like the time it's a it's a crazy it's a crazy fucking book but it's written by brian k vaughn who's doing uh who's a great he's a great writer yeah. he's doing saga right yep. now oh i still um, need to read do you have that can i borrow that while i'm here oh man here's the fucking thing is Who'd ashley you? has oh great no but she she borrowed this shit from me two years ago and she never gave it back um i have all i have the issues from like 10 to 25 That's not helpful. but that doesn't help you yeah um but brian Torrent. k vaughn is <laughs> Yeah, just torrent Bit them. Torrent. I'll torrent them for you when this is done, and I'll <laughs> give them to you. Um, he's he's one of the best writers. He did S, blah, X Machina. Um, mm-hmm. He does so many good comic books, and it was supposed to be a movie a couple years ago, and it fell through. Yeah. But now it might be coming to FX as a television show. It's been in development hell for many years. Yeah, I think it's cool. I think it suits it better as a television show actually than a movie. And how hilarious is this? Lionsgate was supposed to originally have the rights, but they said that they didn't want to make it into a franchise and they just wanted to make it into one single film, so mm. they didn't go through with it. How funny the times change, man. Yeah. Everybody Ooh, would be turned down a franchise. Every yeah, exactly. Everybody would be clamoring for a trilogy right now, but back then they were like, "Oh, hmm. fuck off." Yeah, right. Anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because it's one of my favorite comic books of all time. Um, except for the last issue. You could honestly read 59 issues and then just leave out the 60th and you'd be fine. Like, it. He was writing a lot of Lost at the time. But Brian K. Vaughn, man. Really? I didn't realize he was yeah. so lost. He wrote Lost, too. Uh, like the TV series Lost. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He was writing a lot of Lost at the time, so the wow. book was going through, like, really like, oh, sporadic releases. And I, 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 I honestly think he just released that last issue because he was like, well, it's been a while. The book should probably end. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 59 issues of perfectness and then like one that's like, mm, 
It didn't suck, but it was. Uh. So it was like, well, I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, so it's like lost, but yeah, no, lost, exa- oh my god, lost, lost was exactly like wasn't lost. wasn't ninety percent perfect. No, that that show had like two good seasons, and that was it. Maybe three. I actually liked if you picked out episodes from the beginning to the end and piled them That's into true. twenty-two episodes each, yeah. then yeah, maybe two seasons. But yeah. I wouldn't say like whole. Like this season's the best. Yeah, this exactly. one's the best. There's moments within each one. That, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, thank you all for listening to this extremely long episode of Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast. As always, I'm here with Taylor Salen and our good friend Dan Hutton was here today. Thanks for having me, guys. Go check out her show. What's it called? Emma Approved. No, your play. Oh, oh my play. Well, <laughs> Emma Approved <laughs> and and Hammer of the Witches. If you're Hammer in the, of the Witches. Hammer of the Witches. If you're in the LA area. <laughs> Which probably mostly everyone who listens to this podcast is. Yeah, well, you should see it because it's real cool. From now till November 1st? From now until November 1st, every Saturday and Sunday. At Loft Ensemble. Loft Ensemble. You can find more information and buy tickets at loftensemble.org. She makes this into an infomercial. Wow, so nice. I know, right? That was beautiful. Sometimes that I was do like voiceover. official, like advertisement level quality. Oh, we should right just have they do voiceover for the podcast. Okay, yeah. I'll do your commercials. They'll be satirical. Can you do well, like yeah, exactly. this, po- this podcast? Oh, is brought and to you guys, by. you should also <laughs> play uh, the game Life is Strange because I'm a character. Oh my in it. god, Ooh. they were promoting that at New York Comic Con. Yeah, well, I walked by the Konami booth and I was like, oh wait, no, it's a uh, Square Enix. Yeah, Square Enix. I walked by the Square Enix booth and I was like, hey, Dave's in that video game, and I didn't do anything else about it i didn't oh, walk up to it think? i just said hey day was in that there, someone tweeted a picture the other day a guy got a tattoo on his whole forearm of my main character what the so fuck i just met a, i met a life goal i didn't even know i had was to get a character of mine tattooed on someone like that's amazing it's that's not my awesome. face but like it's it's related that, to you yeah, in some fashion, which crazy. is amazing. It's <laughs> insane. I was like, oh my god, this is the coolest thing ever. I didn't even know I wanted this. That's so cool. <laughs> how did you how did you find that out? He tweeted it. He tweeted it at like Life is Strange and I think me because he knows I voiced the character. Oh, that's wow, that's insane. awesome. Yeah, it's really that's cool. So cool. Where can people find you on the Twitters? Twitters? Dan Hutton. At, at Dan, Dan Hutton. No weird underscores. No weird me. underscores because my name's already too long. <laughs> this is true. It is. Taylor, where can we find you with the tweets? Uh, well, I mean, you, you can can't. find me at tsalen18. On the tweets? On the tweets. I've been oh, on the man. tweets for many years. I just recently started tweeting. Twitting. I feel like you've been twatting. You've been twatting. <laughs> I've been twatting. I've been yeah. tweeting properly. <laughs> no, this host gig for New York Comic Con, I've really been trying to tweet more lately. I'm you at should. Reeves Film. Yeah, so, I know. Yeah. I've I've yeah. seen you. Check check all of us out. Check out Hammer of the Witches. Yeah, um, Emma approved. New Adventures of Peter and Wendy because they want a geeky Ooh, award. Oh my go. god, no! Yeah, you should check out our second dad show as well. But also go get things of day tattooed on your body. <laughs> Just, yeah. just for fun, and then and then send us send us photos of it so we can so we can prove it to her. Yeah, exactly. Tweet it. It'll be great. Twat it. <laughs> just just twat it to us. I don't think I want anything <laughs> twatted at me. Just twat it. Twat a photo. Of, don't of, twat of it to us. Tattoo. We don't want to see that shit. You can twat it today. Oh man, this uh, escalated quickly. All right, later, you nerds. Peace. Bye. <laughs>